From the thundering, lightning, and raining swamps of Jersey, this is seeing our pajama showing for Tuesday, the 7th of August, 2018. Isn't this a wonderful country song, Brett? I'm scared. Because if lightning hits us while we're in the swamps, we're in deep trouble. We won't get to enjoy the 100th PGA Championship. I actually forgot this was the 100th. And they picked this course out of all of them? Yes, it's a weird history. It's very strange. Yes. PGA, you think they'd pick like Medina or something? I, I don't know why. So look, here, here's the deal. You've got Brett Markowitz, you've got Keith Markowitz, you've got our annual majors uh, pre-show. We're all three exhausted human beings who don't have a lot of mojo. So we're going to power through a podcast and see what happens when three guys who don't have a lot of mojo starting out start talking golf. We have no plans. We have no script. We have no direction. We are just going to talk golf and see where the bleep this leads well, we us. we do have the list in front of us. So. Well, we oh, do players. have, have, have the list. And Keith has crossed off about three quarters of the field. Oh, so, but if we run out of ideas, we'll just let Keith talk for the whole time. No, I've crossed everybody yeah, out. He, he's got yeah, everybody out. If, if I fall asleep or if you fall asleep during it, we'll just let Keith talk. Yes. We've got a wet golf course that got soaked today. Play got suspended twice for practice rounds. It's a lot of dog legs left. Uh, n- nobody's basically seen this place. It hasn't hosted any golf tournament since the 08 BMW in the playoffs when Camilo Vijegas won. Most of that field is not here. That's um, why the, 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 the uh, top 10 from that field is here. The course has been redone. It's got a lot of dog leg laughs. It's wet and it's a bomber's paradise. Um, so I, I don't know where to start other than do you think Sergio Garcia actually will pay attention and play golf? Because I asked this of my friend Ryan Bounds yesterday in the podcast, and he he basically uh, uh, agreed with you that he wrote off 2018. Yeah. So as we sit here right now, do you have any confidence in Sergio Garcia? I'll be real quick with Sergio. He played a, whatever, a, uh, in, at Firestone, and he actually he got to 500 in his final round. He eagled his, the second all, which part five. And then typical Sergio fashion, the third hole came back with a double, and then he finished the day. He finished the tournament at, at a one over, actually, I think. So after he got to five under in the second hole, he then finished six over the rest of the round. So he ended up finishing one over. Didn't he's not going to make the FedEx Cup playoffs this year? Has been an absolute wow, joke for him. And he will not make the cut at the PGA this week. Any of you guys that play DraftKings or gamblers, do not put him him on any of your teams. I would be absolutely shocked if he made the cut. He's missed four straight cuts at majors. He's not making the cut. So before I lost all my mojo, I was going to open up this podcast by saying that Tiger's going to shoot 75-74. He's not 100%. And I don't think he's making the cut. He either. clearly said it today. He, he, he spent the whole day actually having ice baths yeah. to, uh, uh, to remove inflammation. Mm-hmm. He's out. He's trunk slamming. He's done. Why he's trying to play five and six weeks is ridiculous. He should have never have committed to the Northern Trust. He could have afforded to miss a 
uh, one playoff event and still make it to the BMW just by earning points positively. He's almost assured himself that spot. It was a stupid decision. Not as stupid as Dubai, but it was pretty stupid. And uh, I, I, I think I, I've got my mojo back now. Keith. You got uh, heated. That's good uh, to see you come alive, let me Keith, tell you. Keith, do you have any opening thoughts about anything related to the 100th PGA Japan Championship besides... This is your brethren. You are a PGA professional. That's true. Um, so don't say anything bad about the PGA or else you'll I, get fired. I know. I, well, I can't get fired by the PGA and have my, have my certification all that good stuff. No, your well, boss can hear this. Because yeah, I, you know, this, I is the, the PGA, this is though. the number one golf podcast in the world. I love the PGA. Everyone listens to this. Yeah. Everybody I mean, does. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. This is an institution. Teeing it up as an institution. Um, all right, I do love We're it. surviving Thunder and Light. In the swamps. Hi, Justin and frat brothers. <laughs> we'll make sure we get this out earlier for your bets. Go ahead. I do love. The, I love the PGA of America. Uh, I love the. I love the PGA. Uh, I think that uh, I'm just hoping. I'm this hoping, is like we're high. I'm hoping <laughs> we're not high, but this is just like us just I'm, floating. I'm hoping just we have a great tournament. I just want to see it nice and close. Hopefully, you know, I like Ricky Fowler a lot. I'd like to see him win. We'd love to see him win his first. It's major. not going to happen. I guess this is his last uh, last major as a twenty as a under thirty year old. Um, Crazy. And He's and he could go. Low. I mean, I guess all of his major all of his major finishes this year have been. I think he was like. 28th, 2nd, 10th, so he's, I think he can make the cut, but I don't know, we'll, we'll see, i just hoping for a good tournament, um, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. I think I'm going to advertise this as what happens when three exhausted people host a podcast. But I do like the PGA. Because I, I had no idea you were an Orlando Magic fan. Oh, I'm not. It's then Victor Oladipo. Oh, it's a Victor um, Oladipo Indiana connection. When he was but, on the Magic, now I have the Hickory shirt of him on the. The uh, one thing is, I don't. Was like that your? Was well, hold on, hold on a second. This is way more. This is way more fascinating than the hundredth PGA. Um, <laughs> there's no direction. There's no, there's no, there, I told you guys from the start. There's no direction. Um, are you somebody that when your favorite player goes somewhere or when your favorite team unveils in New Jersey or when um, or, 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 or when throwback stuff is introduced that you are buying it immediately? Are when, you one of those people? No, I'm not. But I am one of those people because the NBA is a little absurd with the, you know, the Knicks are god-awful for yes, for, and we know that. And yes. And then you know who's going to win before the season starts. I generally will pick a player like that I really like. Oladipo was at Indiana while I was there. He's a great player, so I, he's my favorite player in the league. I hope. And you also didn't know he was going to get traded from Orlando. I didn't know he was going to get traded. He went to OKC, whatever. But he had a great year with the Pacers, so I root for the Pacers now because he's on the team. So I feel a little allegiance. Um, I also went to IU, so I think it makes sense. I want. Uh, uh, getting back to me, <laughs> you know, we're gonna, we're going to get back into golf right now, just because I want to. But I'm, for the hundredth PGA. I'm not very psyched about them having it at this course. I'd rather it being a known course, um, one that we can all talk, you know, talk about a little bit more knowingly. But whatever it is, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, worship is at a, at a course that everybody knows. But um, you know, I think it's, I guess it's a nice course. <laughs> wish I knew a little. Wish I knew a little bit more. Nick Price won the '92 PGA there. It's uh, not overly long, oh, and so it's. 
had. It's not that long, though. Yes. It, it isn't that long. It isn't that long. It's not as long as Quail Hollow. It, it's a so different. Why do you say it's a long hitter's paradise? Because it, it's, it's soaking wet. It's playing 73 It's soaking wet. The ball's not going to roll anywhere. And they've had maintenance issues around that. the greens, mm-hmm. which is which has had some problems. All right. I think the best way to steer this podcast is to steer this podcast in the direction of actual golfers because we can talk about this. Um, they maybe based it off even last week. And, 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 just, and, just, and just go that, that direction. If you look at the guys with the best odds, number one is Dustin Johnson. Look, he obliterated Glen Abbey. He absolutely tore that place apart and won the Canadian Open in an absolutely <laughs> emphatic fashion. It's interesting. It seems like when he plays against... I don't, want to say, I don't want to use the word lesser talent. That was still a pretty good field. It wasn't the best field. It was a good field. But Memphis is what you're it's, getting at well, here. I, it's, he blows the fields away sometimes. It, he doesn't give a shit. And that's, I think, part of, you know, look, his putter went away from him at the U.S. Open. He am a great. He missed, yeah. he, he missed the cut at the Open Championship. He kind of went back and recalibrated. He, guys like him, and we know this as golfers, when, when you're big hitters like that, you have a, you, you, your, your, your margin of error is so small. Uh, Brando Chambly was saying tonight that Roy McIlroy is 190th on the PGA Tour in distance from the fairway. What that stat is, is, is when you miss your drive, how far away from the fairway are you? you How big are your misses? And you want to be first in that category because first in that category would mean you're one inch off the fairway. You want to be closer. Whatever, you want to be... Hypothetically, mathematically, the best you could be in that status is one inch off the fairway. Or He's one hundred. That means you hit every fairway. Right. He's one hundred ninetieth. So his his misses are big. And DJ and JT and Day and John Rahm and all these big hitters have this problem where they do that. Dustin's at nine to one, followed by Rory at twelve to one. This is a Look, if you look at uh, Congressional, if you look at Valhalla, he's won majors on soft tracks. If you look at uh, Justin Thomas, obviously, coming off a win, and Justin Rose, who's played so well at the Open and and, and made a run Sunday at Carnoustie. Keith, of the major favorites who can hit the ball high and carry it, so all those guys I just mentioned, who do you like most this week? Um, Hmm. Dustin Johnson, I, th- I like like you guys were mentioning. I think he's he's pl- he's beating up like all these players in like these tournaments that aren't as big as the majors. I think for some for some reason I want I would almost want to say Dustin again just because he he's he's always the odds-on favorite in, on all the majors. But for some reason it seems like each time you're thinking that he just won't come through. And I'm not saying he's not clutch or anything like that. I, I know he's a very good player, but it's just you know it's hard to win. So going going into that, out of those guys, I, I just I know it'd be tough for Thomas also to repeat, but I really like Thomas's chances, and um, McIlroy I think I like a guy that you didn't mention who's playing very well, just but he's right up there also. Jason Day I like a lot, um, very good finish at um, at the WGC last week, and he's been been pretty good. He did have a scrappy really back well. nine, but he did, but but, but um, it was a high finish. I don't know. I think it's kind of up in the air. I don't. I don't even want to give any any guy away because I. I'm almost thinking of a way where I could see how the guy doesn't win as opposed to winning. So I think it, it it's up in the air as as a, for those top guys to see what happens. But yeah. So that's my thoughts. Um, 
What's interesting to me about this is you look at Francesco Molinari, who won the Open, played... I he's been practicing since then. I don't what? think it's one of his life. No, yeah, no. Not, and, how engage, and how engaged is he? No, right. But, really but, but, but there's a, a different reason why I'm bringing this up. Oh. 37 holes in a weekend without a bogey. These greens have some undulation, but they have quadrants. You can hit the ball close. Guys think, 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 think there's going to be a lot of hole-outs this week. I think we could see a 59 or lower this week. I really do. I think this could play. I think this is a soaked golf course that if you hit the fairway, you're going to have chances to hit it really close and and do some really interesting things. And I think we could have. I would would not be surprised if we have multiple hashtag 59 watches. Um, I'm going to go that far and be that ambitious. I follow you on Twitter for the 59 watch. You're my my go-to for that. Um, and it, it, for my money, and for my, um, uh, I'm, I, I, I can't keep a train of thought, but for my money, <laughs> somebody, asleep on the table, everyone, America. somebody like that, Francesco, who goes 37 holes in the weekend without a bogey, 16 pars, two birdies, I think that's too steady of a play. I, I think that you're going to need somebody who takes risks and takes chances and plays aggressive. And that brings me to this next category of people. We're gonna, you want me to give you my favorite before we go to that? Okay, yes. So just because I'm in the same boat as and, you. And by the way, this is how exhausted I am, folks. I made a pick on yesterday's show, and I don't remember who I picked to win. So you might pick someone the same. So I, I might pick two different people to win That's this okay. event. And keep going, Brett. So, if we're only talking about the real Top Guns here... <laughs> Sorry, what is Keith drawing? And I'm signing my name, I'm just doodling, you know, having a good time. <laughs> Alright, so, Brett, on to your thing. If, if we're only going with the top names, as is, what was it? We were looking at just the top guys, right? Like, no, no, this... The, 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 no, no, because we'll wait for that. Okay, okay. I want to, because I'm going to pick after. We're yes, just looking okay. at the very top. You go ahead and run one. Uh, soaking wet golf pick, course. Yeah. Um, with, the, with, the, with the money, 12 to 1, I love Rory McIlroy. Um, I think he'll be there on Sunday. Um, JT, I like a lot. I think it's tough because he won last weekend. So I think as emotional as crying. Right, like I think it's all. It's, I think yeah. it's tough to get at the uh, the energy level back. He up. was my pick though. By the he way, he was. Yeah, he. I but, like Rory a lot. Um, I would say Jason. And I really like. I like Jason Day as well. For as far as the Top Guns go. Now moving on, and we'll get to for a, a guy bit of for your money. Who I think are good for picks. a guy that has not won a major in his career yet that I really like a lot, and he's obviously. Going to be a top pick for a lot of people. Tommy Fleetwood. I was going to mention Tommy Fleetwood. He now f- calls into this falls into this category of Fleetwood, Reed, uh, Bubba, um, Bryson DeChambeau, mm-hmm. um, DeChambeau don't like it all. Uh, Thomas Peters, Charlie Hoffman, who is your Thursday Friday oh, ace. Just in the sense of aggressive guys, because I think you can take risks. Spieth was talking about how I was there's there's gaps between rough and um, uh, uh, bunkers, so you can short side yourself, but there, but it's not that the bunkers are right next to the green, and you're legitimately short sided. There's actually some 
some bump room here. Mm -hmm. I think risk-taking guys like a Tommy Fleetwood, who's overdue for one of these. He's played he's, way too well. He has low rounds. He, yeah, he gets... I, I think low. we can... 25 to 1 to get that. I, I, I think he's a good pick this weekend, and I think not. I don't like... Um, any short hitter. I think we got to rule any short hitter Zach in these Johnson conditions. Uh, both Zach Johnsons. Remember, well, that there, there are two Zach the Johnsons. Club bro, the club bro. There's, yeah. there's two Zach Johnsons in this field. We'll, we'll, we'll rule them out. Um, uh, Luke Lewis was one of the longest players on tour. If, if, if you're trying to parlay a team together, sorry, not a betting parlay. If you're trying to put together a team that, that is stats-based. I think Luke List is a really interesting pick because of that. Yeah. Um, but guys like... Um, List is playing I well. like I Bill like Haas, no. uh, Charles Howell, uh, Michael Kim, who won the John Deere. Um, the only thing with List... Just, that if you're not long, I'm not sure you're going to play well this week. No, yes. Okay, right, go ahead, so I was going to say, the thing with List that I, I always like, and I mean, it's... I, with me for taking two guys that are very similar, List or Kyle Stanley, I'm kind of like on the fence of which one to take because I know either one of they both can play well, but one of the two of them I think is definitely going to play well. The other and one, and I'm Kyle sure Stanley won. played well last week. But but that's that was the thing that kind of threw me off a little bit with List, and I was like, wow, wow, I'm taking him. He's a great pick, but oh, uh, um, he's going to be on teams that I have, and then I think he didn't finish that strong last week, so that's what's bringing me away from him. I know that. Like he, him, him and Stanley, I pretty much expect to play well, but I'm, I'm nervous for picking like both of them because I think one of them, one of the two may not play well, but th they're both really good for this week. I'll give you based on what you were saying before, Jeremy, as far as risk takers, guys that are a little, uh, you know, a little creative out there on the course. I think this is a great tournament for, and he's played well this year. People forget that he has played well this year, and you guys don't probably don't even know who I'm talking about yet. But he's played well this year, hits a very long ball, can shape the ball in any direction pretty much. I think Bubba Watson has a really, he's got three wins. really good chance he's this week. He's got three wins and this he's, year. He's quiet. It's quiet. His wins are quiet and nobody sees because he hasn't done great in the majors this year. But I think this is a course that might set up well for him. You mentioned a lot of dog legs left. Um, he could he could really turn he could turn the ball over in any direction. Like you got to watch out for a guy like that. He's, he's so super talented when he when he. His mind is correct, and when he's playing well, he's But, but that's the thing. He's somebody who looks, who, who you know, he's that guy who gets to a, a restaurant and goes, I, I can't eat here. Right. And can ruin, yeah. And just looks at the menu, gives gives one look and goes, okay, I'm out, goodbye. And then his his weekend is ruined, his whole tournament's ruined. Right. He's ruined on, 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 right. on Monday. There's another guy also that, for your money, he's 30 to 1. Um, again, a lot of dog leg lefts. He plays. A, he's a natural right to left hitter. Um, had did win the Masters this year. Also a great ball striker. Very close in proximity to the hole when you look at the stats. Patrick Reed at thirty to one is a really good pick this week. Um, I know that would be an interesting bookend um, majors to finish his season. But he's you know he's gonna make the, you know he's gonna make the cut and he's really a good enough player to where he could be there at the end. Hits a long ball as well. Uh, Matt Dobbins, by the way, if anybody's in a pool that has best PGA Pro, uh, Matt Dobbins or Rich Babarian Jr. are my two picks. Matt Uresti? I, I, I don't... It's weird. I have mixed feelings about Omar Uresti, and I have mixed feelings about that rule. Um, and, and that's somebody who's written articles for the PGA of America, um, you, know, you know, with me. Um, 
I have mixed feelings, admittedly, about that rule and how that rule is structured. Um, I'm not a fan of it. Well, um, wait, what rule are you so, to? so every PGA Tour player is, is a PGA uh, is a member of the PGA of America. Literally, if you want to contact any PGA Tour player, I can give you a phone number and an email address for them. For most guys, it's not them; it's their agency. Um, yeah. So for Tiger, for example, I'm not revealing anything crazy because this is all known. If you look up in the membership and golf directory, which PGA of America employees have access to, it gives you Mark Steinberg's phone number. Hmm. It, 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 it literally links you to Excel management. This is not anything shocking. If you can search around, you can, you know... You can find almost anything, first of all. Uh, uh, find Mark Steinberg's... Uh, uh, business phone number, by the way, not his cell phone number, but but this is like his official contact information. Same for Jay Dancy for Spieth, and it goes on and on and on. Omar Uresti was a PGA Tour pro. His career ended. He became a PGA, and, and he had his PGA of America membership, but doesn't have an affiliation with a host club, to my wow. knowledge. And that was the sorry. As of last year, when he won the thing, he did not have an affiliation with a club, mm. or, or 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 was an active, um, you know, teaching professional. Yeah. I think he I think he may have had an affiliation with a golf club because you have to put one down. But he wasn't like Keith here. Um, and if you Google this, I'm not saying anything out of turn here. There's a lot of of back and forth about how that rule is structured and should people like Omar Uresti who have had previous professional careers, um, you know, have an ability to to qualify under that um, rule. Now, there are guys who used to play on tour who have gone back and become teachers. There's no complaint about those guys. That's not where... That are working at clubs. Right, right, who are active teachers. And if someone like Butch Harmon, who tried on the PGA Tour, or, or sorry, tried to play professionally, if he went out and did it, that's not the complaint. Well, I would say he shouldn't be able to play in the PGA Championship. If he's not affiliated to a club, yeah, you would think that. Cause like, it's not going to. Look, and, and me on a very, on a very low scale. I'm an assistant professional. Um, I can't. I'm not allowed to play in New Jersey section tournaments unless I was affiliated with a club or or a teaching facility or. Um, or it, or it would have to be something golf related in the golf industry that. Um, you'd have to be affiliated to. I can't just say, oh, I'm still a PGA member, but I don't work anything in golf, and I, but I want to play in these tournaments. So, um, yeah. Um, and Let me talk about I, did, I, have a, I do have a question, though, about, you know how, like, for the other majors, like, they have low M uh, for the U.S. Open, blah, blah, blah. Do they, have, do they have an award for low PGA Pro at the PGA Championship, even though I should probably know that? Uh, do they have an award... For, for the um, low for the low PGA for the low PGA club pro, do they have like a distinction or you know how they have at these other at these other tournaments? Um, I I do not know uh, if 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 they did. Um, as a lifetime member of the PGA, he is playing by the rules, blah blah blah, to compete, and that he has paid his dues both monetarily and in other ways. Not that I'm a full-time shop guy, but I have some kids and juniors who I teach on the side. I give free pointers at, at my course where I play. I was the fundraiser for the first tee of Greater Austin. 
I have been paying my dues uh, uh, to the PGA since 93. During all those years, I did play and travel. I put hundreds of pros, blah, 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 blah. So he understood the, um, the, the criticism, but the... So, so he has a club. He's done some teaching. The, the criticism is that he's not one of the daily grinders out there who had to earn his way to become a pro like you did. He got it through his PGA Tour membership and, and kind of uh, has his other access If that's point. the case, then he's fine. I think, I think he's fine. So, okay. All right. Enough about that. Um, let's talk about Ted Potter Jr. No. Um, what? Let's <laughs> talk about Joaquin Neiman. Yeah, yes. And that's, my, and that's my sleeper. I don't know why let's, we just did five minutes on him. that. Um, Nobody knows who this guy is. I we I exactly. we, might we might have to cut that part out of the bottom. <laughs> I call it how great this kid was. Year old Chilean, he's an amateur. Nineteen-year-old Chilean. Um, the crazy thing about him, and I looked this up the other day, so let me find this in the history. He's my new favorite player, by the way. Um, he's nineteen. He's had this sensational run on the PGA Tour since he turned pro after the Masters. Which is the only reason why he didn't play in the U.S. Open and the Open Championship, because if he stayed as an amateur, he would have played in those. And what's crazy about him, if I can find this, is that he has basically earned... Here we go. He's earned a lot of money. Um, <laughs> he's earned enough non-member FedEx Cup points that if he wins... Just like Jordan Spieth in 13, if he wins an event, he becomes a PGA Tour member, he qualifies for the playoffs, and would have a legitimate shot of winning the FedEx Cup. He is up to 464 uh, non-member FedEx Cup points to give you an idea, a rough idea, of how that works. He's about 100th in, in, the PG, in, in the FedEx Cup standings, give or take, if he was a member. He's ahead of Sergio. Yeah. <laughs> Sergio. <laughs> Think about that. And, and, and that's only in 11 events. He's played great. He's, he's played great. I mean, and the dude... He's struggling, I, I on, the, said he's this, struggling on the weekends. I said this earlier today. He, he has a chance to... Um, he can he can play freely. He's got nothing to lose. He's got his tour card yeah. wrapped up. He's he got a special exemption in because basically he the rationale as I understand it of the PGA of America was that he would have been in if he had been a PGA tour member this whole time and been earning money and points and all that. So they give him the special exemption. He gets in and lo and behold, he's got this opportunity now to freewheel it. Um, because it doesn't matter really in the grant in any. It doesn't matter. It's not. He's not. Yeah. It's like how, how how do you feel, Keith, about either him or just in general guys off the beaten path who um, have have a chance to make a run? And by the way, Neiman sixth at Valero, um, oh, T eight at um, at. Uh, Colonial T6 at Memorial, 17th at Tigers event, 5th at Greenbrier, 23rd at the Deer, and 37th in the Canadian Open. I like Neiman. He's a very intriguing player. And, uh, no, I mean, uh, the, the only thing that I, why I would maybe throw him out, out and just kind of not pay as much attention to him, but I do think that he, I think he's, he's there to play well. He's going to play well. But um, maybe just the fact that it's his first major and that... It's not his first major. He played at the Masters. It's his first major as a, as a, as a, play, uh, a professional golfer. 
So I think that that can kind of give him a little added, added uh, like jolt and a little pressure. Not, and not, not that there's like that pressure, but it's just like I think that's the only thing that can maybe stop him. But I, I know he's he's so talented, I, and I would lo- I'd love to see him play. Well. I I get what you're saying, but and basically he's been a PGA Tour player. He has missed since. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying that since. Uh, let me do some quick math here. Go back here. from Augusta. Just like yeah, Augusta. go back from Augusta. He skipped one, two, three, four, five, six events. He's played everything except six events since since April. Since since April, he's he's basically been a PGA Tour player, earning his way up. No, so. I know, and he's good in all those events. I'm just saying, his right. first major as a tour professional could. Um, Maybe maybe that just gives him that little added uh, anxiety and, and nervousness. Not that I'm, not that I'm saying that's going to define him this week, but I'm thinking that that could. If you want a few names off the beaten path, by the way, which is my next question. Okay, so, so just go because we'll just go. Cause we'll just go straight into it. We gotta get the picks here. Ne- Neiman, first of all, Neiman will make the cut. He's such a good player. I just, he's he's gonna make the cut. There's not a question. Too good a player. Um, if you want a couple names off the beaten path, and we've talked about, um, we we've definitely talked about this guy before. Aaron Wise um, finally made a cut. Finally, he, he was playing badly for a while he was after, good, the win, right? after the win. After the win, then last at, week at the Nelson, you saw how he played last week. He was he had what he what he finished top ten. Oh, sorry, Keith. You're good. No, I was going to say, so with, with Aaron Wise, do you then throw in also, because another guy I think that's like him and young, Austin Cook? I don't like Austin Cook. No. Austin Cook has done nothing. nothing? He okay. has done squat since his win. But just one thing about um, Joaquin Neiman. Have you seen the Konica Minolta swing vision camera look at his swing? Oh, I love his swing. And that impact position where his back is like, yeah. Kind of like my swing a little. It is, except that except, you're... Except his is much better. No, 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 no. His is more uh, horizontal. Yours is more vertical. vertical yeah. Yours is a vertical get-out-of-the-way. His is a bent-over back head, position head, that the, I, the head, I don't even want to drop. One guy that I have that's like... And I, I kind of did... I looked him up just to be like, oh, how's he been playing? Maybe can he can he bring this in um, to another weekend? Theorbjorn Olsen. Oh, love um, Olsen. I Always like him. And, him and not that, you know, I'm a big DraftKings guy. Finished not, under last week. Not for another big DraftKings Yeah, it was his it. first appearance on a leaderboard in, in, no, in, in, in a Parkland he's golf nice, he's in nice America and cheap. in a long time. He's nice and cheap on DraftKings. Uh, he, he could be a good play. I only have him on one team. But anyways, I do like him. I think that he can play well. Um, that's that's kind of like a sleeper for me. You want to hear a great sleeper? His odds. 250 to 1. Played really well last week. Ross Fisher. That's what... That's what 250 There was a whole Twitter debate yesterday. I can't even find... Th- uh, here he is. He, he's 80 to 1. He, yeah, he's 80 to 1. Um, Fisher at 250 to 1 is the same... Ch- it's a good pick. But People like, were making him as a captain's pick for the Ryder Cup. He has not done who? anything of, of, of Fisher. Oh, no shot. No way. Uh, why if is he on that if team? If you get a captain's pick, if you're Thomas Bjorn, how do you... Even as bad as Sergio's been this year, you, you, you know he'll get to. that jolt... You have to put him on the Ryder Cup team. He's the best, probably the best Ryder Cup player of all time. Hello, Seve. What what has Ian Poulter showed? Well, he's got to be on the team. No, no, no. But what has Ian Poulter showed historically? He's that that match plays play, way different, and then he doesn't play as well through the season, and you bring him to the Ryder yes. Cup. He's a completely weird different player. things happen. So that's what you know when you get to the Ryder Cup. But, but even look, Charlie Hoffman on on this list, on this list, I guess you know it's he's a hundred to one. It's like how do you not like that? Um, 
value pick wise. At, yes. at other names, I mean, a, a guy who is he's only he's forty to one, but Patrick Cantlay. Uh, he plays tremendously slow. Hopefully, he's been picking that up lately. But he's really good. I, I think he's going to play well. This okay. So I'm just looking at this. Also, 100 to one. Ryan Moore, uh, usually hit long hitter. A guy that's more of a sleeper because he hasn't been playing probably as well. But um, I think he, oh, he's playing. He was playing well at the U.S. Open. Uh, Russell Henley could be could, would be nice to maybe see him pop in there a little bit. Dad, I already added my two cents. We've got dead air on the radio. Damn. Well, I added my two cents with some players without some outside um, shots. I'm sorry. I, I oh, use that as an I had a question. Okay, so Rafa... Wait, Ryan Moore. I tried to escape the swamps. Cabrera... Ryan Moore's a shot also. Wait, so Cabrera Bayo. Ryan Moore is not long enough. Good player. Rafa Cabrera Bayo is sneaky. He's steady, though. Ryan Moore is pretty steady, but yeah, give me... I'm curious on what your thoughts on it are with him because... Who? Cabrera Bayo. Uh, he's streaky. Very streaky. And he hasn't really done much of anything. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of international players who have gone AWOL, uh, Gonzalo, uh, oh, oh, what's his name? Fernandez Castaño. Oh, yeah. Fdez. Gonzalo. Well, I liked him when I first saw him. Yeah, yeah that's like saying Alviro Quiros. <laughs> No, also. no, no, that was Alvaro Quiros. Oh, sorry, sorry. D- did you see the Andres Romero flash flood? Of course. Yeah, that's a flooding emergency alert. You need to silence that. Thank what you. What a surprise. Bye to my mom's phone. We said this would be a live podcast. How come I didn't get that alert? Uh, I don't know. Um... Also, it's so hard to win two majors in one season, but Brooks Kepka, who we have not said anything about, um, very good ball striker, obviously, but, you know, interested to see what he's going to do. Um, um, all right, uh, we're, uh, here's my phone warning. Oh, let me I get, just got it, too. Yeah, let me get that <laughs> out of the way. The swamps, we're literally in the swamps. Um, it's every time it rains here. Now. All right, we, we've gone 33 and a half minutes here. Um, Wait, did you, what... What, what's your thoughts on Brooks Kepka for the week? I know it's tough to win two majors. It's tough to win two majors in the same year. Uh, this this course does favor him, though. If these conditions do favor him and he just lets loose. Um, oh, guys that are a little lower down. Yes. All right, all right. Hold on a second. First of all, this is teeing it up. Okay. Brett and Keith Markowitz are here. We're all tired. So this is just one of the free-flowing... And it's the fourth major of the year. It's so the fourth major of the we're, year. We're a little like, oh, this is like, this we're is exhausted from the, all, the, all the reporting and all the other... All the other golf We've had players. a walk through the swamp to get to the studio. Oh, man. It's just been, it's just been crazy. Look how muddy you are. Uh, okay, so, th- uh, actually, so... All right, so Keith, right now, I, I need you because we, 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 we need the show to end soon oh. to just get anything you have out. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So... Um, just five guys that are you know a little lower down, but whatever. Um, Tony Finau, I think is a great is a great pick for this week. Good ball striker. Xander Shoffley. You never know. Sometimes sometimes he can he doesn't play as well as you think, but every time he's in the majors, I, I think he's I think he's I good. Um, Why do you hate Xander? And, and I like Shoffley. DraftKings teams all the time. He always he, he basically up. when you when you don't pick him, he plays well. And when you pick him, he doesn't play well. But okay. I like Xander. Like if you're listening, play well for Brett and Keith. I'm not picking you anymore. And Keith. But oh, okay. Anyways, I'm picking him on one team. But anyways, okay. It's Coocher, just very steady. Doesn't hate it that far. But but like it's it's Cooch. You know, Cooch is gonna 
is pre is hopefully going to do something well. Everybody likes him, likable guy. Mark Leishman, long hitter, hasn't won a major yet. Would be would be well, cool to see him play well. And he's and he's so steady. And then two other guys. Oh, actually, not just Probably one other guy, enough. the South African, who's been playing pretty well under the radar too. Louis Oosthuizen. Uh anything else you want to add? No, but I'm just. Well, no, 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 no oh. not, not, not you. Your time's done. Oh no, I don't know. Your sentence ended and. and I know. And, and I, I thought you were breath. asking me anything else you want to add. Everyone just watch out for Joaquin Neiman, the next big thing, and. Uh, Look, he may not win. He may not win this no. year. He's gonna be. He's a. He has a great we'll career. Championship. championship. Great career. S- what is Multiple. your What is your favorite thing about magnets? Magnets. Yes. I like playing with them with the force. You know, like when they when they don't go together, like when they don't stick. The uh, trying to get them to go. Yeah, the force. I like, never going. I like the feeling of the force of that. You know what I'm saying? It's fun to play with them. Do you have any thoughts on magnets? No, I think that what Brett was just Honestly, saying. Honestly, if I had magnets, that's always a cool thing. thing so fun. then you always wonder, like, oh, how's this going to, you know, it sticks and boom. You are wearing a Volition America shirt. Uh, would you like to... Yeah, uh, it's a Puma. So Puma has, um, I guess they have a partnership with um, Volition America um, for, for, uh, for the mm. veterans out there, for, for the veterans or the, and the Army. Um, so it is a Puma golf shirt, got it in the pro shop, uh, for free that, actually. Is that it? So that, that I, I, I've never heard of it, which is why I asked it. It's, it's like a, uh, it's almost like the Wounded Warrior. You're picked to win. Um, I, 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 well, it, it is that, that time of the show. Right, that's generally what we end with, right? Uh, no. And we, we have been all Instead, over. we're going to end with magnets. Oh, I like and, magnets. We all like magnets. Yeah. And a dissertation on the history of magnets. Um, hmm. I, I said we, we vo- all get Volition Volition America It's actually just type in Volition uh, But no We need to type in Before our picks I think we should all be able to take one long shot And one well, you, well, We've you, already you, mentioned you, our long shot yes. Yeah I know but I'm, but I'm just thinking of two guys Like well definitely a longer shot But then a, a favor Volition America I'm saying a long shot Like okay Charlie Hoffman I think he's never won a major it's his time. Um, For a long shot. Is is a remarkably unique. Uh, we saying it, it. Yeah, it, it's some kind of honoring the military. A patriotic ensemble oh, of products designed in a red, white, and blue Puma, palette. Blah blah blah. Puma donates a portion of its of what it sells to the to that foundation. Justin Thomas wins. Even after last weekend. Justin Thomas wins. Okay. Back to back PGAs. And that's the pick of Jeremy Schilling in the We'd last love to major see Ricky. of 2018. The last we'll, time the PGA will be in the month of August. August. Last year. Your, your winner is? So, my winner, I will say this, by the way. Last not, week, not Sergio. No, definitely not Sergio. Last week before uh, Firestone, I, Justin Thomas was my pick to win, hence why I put him on all of my DraftKings teams. I didn't. I still, my teams were still bad, so that's how you know I don't know what else I'm talking about. Um, with that being said, I'm going to pick Rory McIlroy to win the PGA this year. And my pick, and I said him once I thought about it, it sounded great, and it, and I could just so see him ho- hoisting up that uh, trophy. Tommy Fleetwood. Those are three good picks. This they're podcast. All, they're all going to be there. This podcast is over. We can go to sleep now. 
Until 2019. Until 2019 the Masters. When the, the PG... Actually, Unless, actually, we should have a Ryder Cup. Unless we want to do a Ryder Cup. We have to do a Ryder Cup. Yeah. For best, sure. The best of the uh, oh, and actually a Phil... We can also do a Phil Tiger $10 million match podcast. That, if you would like to be here that. Thanksgiving week... That we got to do. I don't care about that, but I really care about the Ryder Cup and maybe you get me on here for the podcast. But sure, thanks. How about the, the Race to so Survive Championship? <laughs> Your love of the European tour. No, no. I mean, well, with the with the Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup would be good. The Phil Tiger match, but chill. And Back you know, thanks for having us on on the show for all four majors. It's been great, and it's a lot of fun to do. Um, it's nice just talking about golf for however long we talk about it for. Just talking about what's going on, you know. For Kim. So thanks for having Ross, us. Sophie, Alana, Carrie, Scott, Susan, Keith. And Jeremy. And Brett. And, and Brett. You didn't say Brett. I don't, I don't, I don't think I missed anyone. Oh, uh, plus Justin and Alana. And his frat, and the frat bros. And, and their frat bros. And all and to everyone listening. All of our listeners around the, wor- around the world. <laughs> that concludes the We Are Totally Sober But Don't Sound It episode of Teeing It Up. See you for the Ryder Cup. With Jeremy Schelling. From the swamps. <laughs> from the rainy, thunderstormy, flash floody swamps of Jersey. Good night. Have fun, everyone.